1: Hearts are racing. It's getting awesome.
0: crazy. Oh my goodness. So,
1: how how are you yeah. feeling now that it's going? Are you feeling good?
0: Uh my heart is still racing, but um, <laughs> let's do this. Cool. So
1: <laughs> me and Lee just now met ten minutes ago. Brand new. Another brand new friendship starting here on the podcast. Very cool. I found Lee probably two years ago through mutual friends, and I followed her on good old Instagram, and I saw that she had her own brand called Salem 7, and I was like, oh oh, shit, this is cool because there's a lot of people that want to make clothes, but there's not a lot of people that actually go through with it, and- you weren't just going through with it like you were you were going all in like it was already a thing like you knew what you were doing
0: for honestly and, i actually have no idea what i'm doing like i'm okay. winging it so hard and just that's i'm i'm glad it looks that way
1: that's what everybody <laughs> says like if i say say i have someone on the podcast and they're like a crazy talented pilot yo and they fly planes, I'm like, dude, you know what you're doing. You're going you're going all in the like, you know, honestly it looks like it, but really I don't know what I'm doing. So I feel like everybody's on the same page. They never truly know what they're doing. But you know what you're doing more than others, I'll say that. Yeah. And I could tell.
0: That's actually a huge compliment. Like I really like I really have no direction and I think it's kind of scary because I'm, like, forging my own path. Mm -hmm. There's really, like, no guidelines or anything. And, like, I don't know too much about the fashion industry. Like, I don't follow it as hard as I should. And so, like, I don't even really, like, understand seasons and all that kind of stuff. But I guess I'm just trying to make stuff that is in my head and, like, get it out and the fact that people want to wear it is so crazy and yeah i don't know (laughs) That,
1: that the fact that you bring up like um how you're not too into the fashion scene is really reassuring to me because when it comes to the fashion scene it's super intimidating to me and i don't know where to start yeah and some of it like i'm like I honestly, I don't think one, like, I don't know what would work on me because some of the outfits are so complex. I'm like, Mm -hmm. this is this even the outfit or is this just like a piece? I never know what's going on in the fashion industry. So like hearing someone that's doing their own thing is like, you know, like I respect the fashion scene, but I'm not really too worried about what's going on because I'm just trying to figure out my own thing. Like that makes it even cooler to me.
0: No, totally. Like, I think when I first started like finding myself in those rooms surrounded by like other brand owners and everything and then like talking to them and like these are people that I would look up to and I'll be like wow like I can't believe I'm meeting this person but then like you talk to them and you're like well what is this like for you and they're like honestly I have no idea what I'm doing and it's like It's crazy because like you expect these very successful people to have some kind of like grand plan and then when you realize we're all just a bunch of like awkward artists just like making our shit and like doing the very best that we can whatever that means like it's crazy um it's very comforting but then there's also some people that I've met in the industry where it's like This very weird competition, Mm -hmm. and like there's this weird beef, and like oh, who's got the best drip, and like it's like what? Like it's just my way of expressing myself. Like there's so like there's so much room for like all these different people and all these different like characters and like however you want to dress yourself. Like I don't know how I don't even know if I'm wording this properly, but like there's so much room for everyone to be whatever they want to be like it doesn't run out if that makes sense
1: i think i know exactly what you're saying because i have a good example of some similar feeling i went through when i was in new york yeah one of my one of my friends is a model and Mm -hmm. he was taking me to a bunch of like I think he was he was having like fittings that day or something. I I honestly don't know how any of it works. I am the most unfashionable person ever. I'm just pulling up in sweatpants every day and I'm happy. Bruh, but like my sweatpants. Yeah. So he was bringing me along and he was introducing me all to all his friends and it was in Soho. And the vibes for me were like I was not meant to be there at all because
0: it's scary. I was,
1: yeah like they they were very as you were saying competitive because i don't know if they thought i was a model or something like think because i was at the fitting but i obviously didn't look like i was supposed to be there at all but like they the way they would talk and they would like try to exchange social media in like a business manner Uh. of like and i'm like you're dude you're you're not, like, an actual businessman. Like, I know what you're doing is a business, yeah. but, like, the way you came up to me about your Instagram just was so...
0: Bro, that always yeah. weirds me out. Like, um, like uh, I wouldn't consider myself, like, an influencer or anything. And, like, mm-hmm. but, like, just the way that, like, people, like, approach you with Instagram and they look at, like, your follower account and, like... I don't know like it's just like a really weird world and I honestly I hate Instagram I hate how it has to be like this this show for the world where everything has to be like perfect and everyone's living their best lives and like everyone's just like amazing on there but then the reality is like there's a lot of snobs and like just a lot of like weird people rather than just being like having these genuine relationships where like hey you're cool i want to be your friend what's your instagram Mm -hmm. it's more like oh what's your instagram so you can follow me so i can have more followers i don't know if i'm wording that properly
1: you are it's like or people (laughs) they will be aware that someone follows you that is bigger and Mm -hmm. they'll be like can you follow me on my social media and then repost my stuff so that person that follows you will see my stuff and i'm like dude this is not a math equation here man like i either want to follow you and be friends or like we don't have to be friends it's okay
0: totally i don't know i've I've found myself like starting to delete instagram a lot and like i want to start having breaks from it like every weekend or something. Cause I really need a detox. Otherwise I feel like it just can really affect my mental health. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's a lot. And I feel like it can be such a demanding place for like trying to be a hero all the time. And then also trying to just look like you're living your best life. I don't know. Yep. I mean all love the people that are like actually doing great on there, but I don't know it's just a very strange world for me, I guess
1: uh, I def I know what you're saying like that's kind of how exactly how I feel like you have a bigger following me following than me, so like I'm sure there's a little bit more pressure like maybe. There might be more of a chance of someone sending you like a nasty DM, more of someone sending me a nasty DM, because people are just weird on Instagram. But like, yeah, you get that, you get that pressure of like, you know, you need to do the right thing and like, say what you got to say on your platform, and but then like again, you also need to promote your brand, yeah. and you need to sh- promote your brand in a positive way so you're like trying to figure out like what's appropriate here what's not appropriate but like also what do i need to do to help my brand at the same time
0: it's like a weird balance that i'm Mm -hmm. constantly trying to find yeah i don't know um I think I used to sort of like stress about my brand and how I had to be active all the time and how I had to always be engaging with my audience and all that stuff. And as grateful as I am to everyone who like supports me, I also need to have breaks and I also need to like pace myself. And like, I think, you know, maybe what I'm the direction that I've started to take is like I'm working on this new collection and I've been taking my damn time on it because of like COVID and everything. And like, yeah, there's just been so many factors that have sort of gotten in the way and sort of slowed things down. But while that's happened, I guess it's also allowed me to sort of slow down myself and sort of figure out that the direction that I want to go in and I'm learning that like, you know what, I don't have to, I don't have to post every day, I don't have to be this great thing, I can disappear, focus on my craft, and then when I'm ready to show the world, then I'll come back and put all my energy into social media or whatever, but for now, I'm just trying to have fun and take it easy, I guess.
1: I think the best thing to remember, too, is that the people that really truly um, follow, like, your moves and stuff and follow your brand and everything that care about you, mm-hmm. even if you don't know that, like, they'll definitely be there after a hiatus, because they just, they care about you yeah. and what you're putting out, rather than the people that are just kind of there As for, like,
0: time.
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. But... I wanted to ask you, Mm. um, did, with your designs, were you more of like a graphic designer first or were you more of just like a artist itself, like drawing, like sketching things up and then maybe laying it down to get printed?
0: The crazy thing is like, I started a clothing brand on accident kind of thing. I just was like unemployed for ages and like really desperate to pay the bills and all that but like I would be posting my paintings on Instagram and stuff and then one day someone commented and they were like yo I'd wear this on a a t-shirt and I just had this kind of like mind-blowing moment where I was like oh my goodness and so I like started by just putting all my like paintings on t-shirts and stuff and then slowly like branched out from there where I tried to like make clothes that I imagined my characters would wear and then yeah zoomies picked me up which was like the greatest blessing of my life and they were like hey do you want to do like a cut and sew contract and we'll just make whatever you design and that's been really fun because I've been able to just like draw all these crazy weird things that I would have never been able to do on my own that now you know so many kids can wear and it's like so surreal because i still have like no idea what i'm doing i'm just, I'm just having fun with like drawing random things and it's like it's wild like yeah i don't really know how to explain it it's just it's crazy
1: <laughs> i I wanted to congratulate you on the Zoomies. Um, is it? Would you call it a partnership?
0: Yeah. I think or would so. you
1: just okay? So on the partnership because um, I think every kid, at least in the U.S., I'm not sure how. Did you grow up in Australia?
0: Uh, yeah, f- yeah. For maybe like
1: okay, yeah, kind of. <laughs> is well in the U.S. I don't know if it's the same there. It might be, but like the main two spots to shop at the mall was hmm. pack sun and zoomies and so when i saw that you were doing stuff with them i was like wow i could not imagine this feeling like because
0: i'm sure you but...
1: dove so deep into the like how all this stuff works i don't know much about how it works but just seeing that i'm like i don't know what i would do if I was selling my own clothes at a store I used to go to literally almost every weekend to just get some random shirt like that's yeah like that that's gotta feel great
0: it was such a surreal feeling because my dad's American so like every now and then we'd fly over there to like I guess meet family or whatever go on holiday but every single time I would like beg my parents like can we go to zoomies can we go to zoomies and then like I would just like feel like I was in my element there like this is my place because we don't have anything like that over here like yeah Mm. and so it was just crazy like it was like my 14 year old dream come true I guess just being able to like actually be stalked in there and yeah like I know that they get a lot of slack for from like I don't know like skaters and stuff but I gotta be loyal to them because they really literally saved my life and made it so much better and it's just like so wild that I can work my dream job just drawing things and them being so helpful at like making those ideas come to life, you know?
1: That's that that makes me so happy like <clears throat> Yeah, what you're talking about with the skaters though when they're talking shit and stuff like <laughs> that's kind of just that follower mentality thing where once people start like shitting on something, then everybody's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, well like that's not it's not the thing." It's been classic like that since since we're little it's just it's human nature but like no no one can take that away from you like that's that's a really big deal and such Mm -hmm. a phenomenal opportunity that i can't even i can't even imagine the doors that can open through that
0: word it's it's so crazy like i don't know yeah (laughs) it's just so wild (laughs) i still struggle to comprehend it and because life here in australia is like i guess pretty pretty calm pretty normal and then going over there and it's like boom like i feel like i am sort of another character over there in a way where i get to like play this instagram version of myself if that makes sense rather than just
1: like you're like yeah montana like literally <laughs> Hannah Montana that's that's Work. what you're doing
0: like here I'll just feel like chilling with my dogs you know back in my sweatpants but then over there it's like it's almost like I gotta put on a face and be like ready to go and like totally immersed in this crazy world and it's like it's awesome it's so fun but then it's also like a lot to like taken and it's like wow this is real like this is happening and it it really helps me to remember who I am because I feel like a lot of the time I can sort of lose how do I even word it like lose track of that I guess
1: you lose track of your own identity in some sort of way
0: I'm constantly questioning my own identity like I guess on one hand I'm I'm a very introverted awkward loner kid and then going uh, and then like seeing people and they're all like wow Zoomies Salem 7 you've made it and it's like wow have mm-hmm. I I don't even know how to word it I'm very bad at talking but yeah it's it's wild. Um, it's, it's really amazing I'm so grateful for it
1: Do you when you come to the US do you stay in LA mainly or does it just kinda wherever you need to be at this particular time?
0: Um, well like the Zoomies HQ is located in Seattle. So like I'll go there for meetings and like I guess going over fits and stuff and seeing the model and all that kind of boring work stuff. Actually it's Mm -hmm. not it's like so crazy and fun <laughs> yeah but then I, I always love to visit LA or like I don't know just adventure around America and like check out different places because it's like a totally different world and it's crazy how like you know it's like a western country like Australia is but like you guys have so many more like what do i even how do i even say it like you guys have so many more so many <laughs> you guys have so many like different people and like whereas, a, the
1: literal melting pot
0: yeah like so many different characters that i've never seen in australia where it's like <laughs> i feel like here we have like four different types of people like yeah i don't know it's just wild like i always learn something new over there but it's also scary to think that like anyone could be walking around with a gun like that just blows yeah
1: yeah it's pretty terrible like um where i live it's very stereotypical like country american so around here every everybody's kind of got the gun on them and they're like talking with the country accent and it's country music yeah, it's cool. literally yee. It's a yeehaw city over here, and
0: man.
1: luckily it never touched me. I mean, I I have nothing against the polite yee-haws. I love the polite yeehaws around here. There's some real right. nice, real real nice country folk, but like <laughs> some of them are a little scary here in America.
0: Ugh. I can't yeah, even imagine
1: so, that. Yeah, man, I it blew my mind when the thing my favorite thing about making music and like the internet is after like I didn't really get exposed to outside of America till I left high school, which was probably three years ago now. I'm oh, twenty one. Okay. So once I started meeting people outside of the US, I never realized that people don't just have guns like that.
0: Yeah. And it
1: blew it blew my mind. I was like, wait, so you're you guys are like you don't even have to worry about like someone no. bringing an ak-47 into the movie theater like you don't even have that thought
0: well like i don't even see the point in having an ak-47 like <laughs> cool. like th- i mean i got a gel blaster but like but like a real gun that could like actually kill someone just blows my mind because that is pointless really not self-defense you know like I don't know. I don't I don't get why you need that um Yeah. Yeah. Like I
1: no, um, I agree. I definitely agree.
0: I mean, I guess like but then again like people have knives here. That's like a thing. <laughs> you get We, a
1: we have that too.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, like no, nah, but like the fear of actually being like shot up is crazy like I saw something like some market in California where that happened and it was just like man like this is so unnecessary you know like yeah i not it's, it's so wild
1: it's, it's so weird like yeah. it's becoming so common here that i remember in high school there was Like three occasions where there was a threat that our school was going to get shot up, and the well, Um, no, two of them, two of them was a threat that this dude was going to come shoot up our school, and he made a list and everything. Um,
0: and then the third,
1: the third one was a bomb threat, and I that one blew my mind. I'm like, why, why are people just like allowed to find? the recipe of how to make a bomb on google like why why is that a thing
0: that's insane isn't it yeah no that's just that's so wrong like i can't no like i don't know like i get that people want to have like their freedom to have a right of arms or whatever but like you don't you don't need it because there's so many other countries where we're we're doing just fine without it and like (laughs) i think even like in australia like maybe in the 90s that was like the last time we had like a huge like homicide thing and then they just sort of banned guns and then that was the end of it but then i think like over there you guys have it like every day or like someone gets yeah. shot every day at least you know
1: mm-hmm. and people people always try to say they're like oh, well, you need a gun, so if someone with a gun comes at you, I'm like, do you realize that would be so unlikely if we just got rid of guns because the chance of someone having a gun or wanting to harm you with a gun are going to be way more slim, so you don't need a gun. Like I think maybe like having a taser or some pepper spray is smart, especially for girls right now because there's so many creepy people especially in america i'm not sure i'm sure it's the same everywhere else but like bro that's dangerous
0: that's a crazy thing like being a girl like i i guess i like forget how dangerous it is to be a girl sometimes like the other night i just sort of wasn't having a great day so i like drove to the beach at like 9 p.m and i was just chilling there and then i was like thinking like man I'm the only person on this beach. Like someone could come and like attack me, and th- and that could be the end of me. Like, and then yeah, I left pretty quick after that. But it's just a crazy <laughs> feeling to be like scared at nighttime. I don't know. Whereas a guy, it's... you can just like walk around so freely.
1: Yeah, I never. I mean, I I realized it when I was little because I grew up with just my mom mainly so mm. when it was her and I say we'd go to a gas station and it'd be like 12 o'clock at night and she'd be putting gas in the car and they wouldn't realize like I'm in the car or they wouldn't care because I'm just a little kid they just like say nasty things to my mom and yeah or we'd just be walking in the street and guys would just come up to her and try to talk to her like touch her and I realized that at a young age, but, like, I don't think it's really addressed enough mm. um, at all. Like, I mean, people talk about it all the time online, but I never see anything actually happen. Like, no one goes forward to change anything. Yeah. And it's sad.
0: It's. I think it's always weird when you're reminded, like, oh, I'm a girl. This happens. Like, I think I even, like, had that experience, like, last week with some fashion designer guy on instagram and he was just sort of like attacking me and like being very misogynistic and saying all these like really awful things just because i'm a girl and like it's weird being in like a male dominant streetwear industry and then just trying to make your shit and not really i don't know not really like trying to put my gender all over it it's just sort of like weird when people remind you like this is who you are stay in your lane when it's like what i'm just trying to make stuff i don't know if that even makes sense it's really weird but yeah i don't know
1: i'm one i'm sorry that you had to go through that and i hope that guy gets a little bit of karma come his it's way funny. but um to it, it's i i've had i've heard many just disgusting stories of like how i think it's the same in music honestly because it's more of like a male dominant industry i think mm-hmm. like i wouldn't i'm not gonna sit here and say i'm in the music industry because i'm t- t- trying to figure my shit out but i've noticed like when I have friends that are girls that make music, the way maybe like a producer that's a guy would talk to them, like they don't know what they're doing, is just like, Bro,
0: it's so weird. Yeah, like, it's gross. Like, yeah, a lot of people think you don't know what you're doing, and like, yeah, I'll like happily say I have no idea what I'm doing, but like, I'm not, I'm not an idiot. Like, I'm very aware of what's happening, you know, and like, I don't know i'm not like i don't know i guess i'm not the kind of person where i'll like actively try to fight something or whatever it's just sort of like okay i don't really have the energy for that i'm gonna mm-hmm. just let you say your piece and then just move on because like what's this one person gonna do like i know that i'm still gonna be creating things no matter what they say like it's not gonna make me just give up you know and in I'm a way I'm glad
1: you have that mindset
0: <laughs> bless you but it's kind of it kind of fuels you to like prove people wrong like oh okay you think because i'm a girl i can't do this <laughs> You're, like i'll go harder like i don't know but yeah it's weird just try to have you'll, fun
1: you'll prove them wrong once i could i can already see like a a Salem 7, like, pop-up shop, like...
0: Oh, man. That, would be, that sick. would be
1: sick. I would I would definitely have to... Hopefully, by the time that happens, my finances are a little bit more healthy, so I could just be like, alright, hold up. the Salem 7 pop-ups happening in France? Let me, uh, cop a clue. real quick.
0: Imagine that. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going
1: big. Imagination's yeah, big, big right now. We're... I love that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Even with my, like, collection that I want to do. So, like... I guess this is the first collection that is like including like a lot of really unique like cut and sew pieces outside of zoomies and so like I want to branch out to like a lot of boutiques and skate shops like around Australia and New Zealand and then like worldwide too but um because I don't have Salem anywhere in my own home country which is crazy because I would love to be able to like do that and like do all these pop-ups and everything and just like participate with people more rather than just having this Hannah Montana lifestyle on the other side of the world. It would be cool to be able to have it here. But yeah, um, I really wanna be able to like make this collection perfect and like find the right manufacturer and everything. And then, hopefully covid can just get out of my face already so that would like do some crazy pop-up and i've got a bunch of like amazing musician friends and i'd love to have them perform there and like do a big art show and everything just i don't know i love like creative art spaces and like collaborating with my friends and you know I'd, I would just love to have all my friends put on, like, a platform because they deserve it, you know? So I think it would just be a one thing for everyone. But that just needs to happen.
1: <laughs> I think you can do it. If you speak it into existence, I think it'll happen. Maybe it'll take a little bit longer, or maybe it'll just appear one day, but I yeah. think you could do it. Um, have you ever heard of kid super
0: bro i love him
1: yeah he um
0: in new york well like what is it like that that building i don't know what they're called apartment building whatever it is Mm -hmm. (laughs) it looks so fun like all these different rooms and all these creative spaces and like that's i just love that energy like i would love to have something like that like a warehouse
1: yeah, that's that's what came to mind like when you said that. I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, you're like that yeah, when you were saying that I was like that reminds me of kids super, but like that needs to happen mm. in Australia like now.
0: <laughs> that's like yeah, Australia doesn't really have like a scene like America does. I feel like there's a lot of people like trying to create a scene, but then not really like Yeah. I don't know. It's like a, it's like weird. It's like, there's a lot of niches, but no like big, like creative thing that I know of that's going on. So, you know, and I've got like, I've got like a great circle of friends that are all like making these amazing things. And it's just like, Oh, we just need that one little thing to sort of like put us on the map.
1: Yeah. Seriously. That uh I remember because i got introduced to kid super through my friend that was also the same model that was in new york and he's like kid super um you got to check it out and he eventually let me perform at the store and there was just a bunch of artists performing that day and he he gave me a slot and i got to perform there
0: that's sick
1: yeah it was so cool and i got to meet um i believe his name is kalem i might be butchering oh yeah
0: column is it
1: Call column column that's mm-hmm. what it was not cable yeah. um but yeah i got to meet him and he's such a nice down-to-earth guy and it inspired me after that like watching that right. i was like i don't know why more people don't do this with their friends because right. in that apartment in that apartment thing i remember like he was telling me, i was asking him how it works he's like Literally, my friends just live upstairs and they're helping me run the business. And then all the shirts and stuff get like are in boxes downstairs and they have like their printing set up down there. And then there's one room where he just has like paintings everywhere for his ideas. And then down in the basement, there was a recording studio. It was ridiculous. Like,
0: it just looks like this crazy world
1: yeah no i i it was definitely like a changing moment just being able to see that and being like him allowing me to perform there and then him showing me that he's not just like a fashion guy that has clout and is kind of a dickhead Mm -hmm. in real life like showing me that he's like he's like no like he's a genuine guy and you can tell there's a reason he's creative because his mind just works that way and it was reassuring and i get the same vibe from you like not exact same, but I think you know what I'm saying. Like,
0: no, totally. just from
1: watch, watching you online, you you seem so laid back and just um, what's the right word? Approachable, I guess.
0: Oh, thank you. Yeah, that
1: that's why I was like, because I was nervous to ask you to get on this podcast because I didn't know I'm how to say it.
0: Here. <laughs>
1: so yeah, no, you. I definitely think you, you have the power to do whatever you want to do. And I think you'll succeed.
0: Damn, that really means a lot. I think it's really easy to like forget who you are, especially at this time, like with the whole like pandemic and no one really knowing when it's going to end or any of that. And so you just sort of feel like you're like floating in, in limbo, you know, just kind of like questioning well what's the point of all of this? Like what does the future look like? No one knows. And it's like a really scary time.
1: It's terrifying.
0: Yeah, right? Like and it just it feels like a lot of stuff is sort of what what how would I say it? Like I just A lot of stuff is like being How do, I don't know I don't know how to say it like a lot of stuff is like being revealed like all this really dark fucked up crazy shit like it's just so scary and it just sort of makes you like um feel a bit hopeless about the world in a way because I'm just one person and like I feel like I'm a real empathetic empathetic person
1: Yeah, you got the word right.
0: <laughs> and like it's really easy to like take on the weight of the world and you just feel helpless because you want to like save everyone, but then just knowing that you can't, it's like a really scary feeling. But
1: mm, that that's how I feel online. Like you'll see just a terrible video of like either,
0: oh, yeah. something
1: going on with the police right now where they're just beaten up on some helpless individual and you stop looking at it yeah like you're like i want to be informed on this stuff but this this is just it hurts so bad watching this because you're such an empathetic person yeah like i can't and then i get freaked out because i'm like i'm sad by this and that destroyed my day so i can't even imagine what this poor person in the video is actually feeling right now (laughs) one like i don't think people also realize that these poor people have to live with these videos of themselves in such a vulnerable state just spreading all over online
0: it would be humiliating in a way to like be in this very weak and vulnerable position and like the whole world has their eyes on you and like it's even crazy to think that these are real people we're watching you know like I feel like with movies and TV and whatever, even like songs, like we're almost desensitized to it all because it's like always being fed to us. Like this whole, like, I mean, like people get murdered in G rated movies. Like that's crazy. And like, wait, do you have G rated movies over there?
1: I have no idea what G rated is, but I'm assuming it means PG 13.
0: like what would like Like, oh pg
1: pg so maybe we do have g-rated i don't know i might just not be aware i'm I'm not too educated on this stuff so i might Um, just sound dumb right now
0: no you're fine but like it's just like you know we're like so desensitized to violence and it's crazy when like when you really watch these videos and you think wow this is a real person that's going through this and then yeah I don't know it's just it's it's too much it's really sad and like it affects me and I actually got really like sick from it for a while because I would be like obsessively cycling over like thinking about all these people and like just feeling so helpless that I couldn't do anything about it but I don't know it's a weird balance of trying to help people but also take care of your own mental health.
1: Mm, that's one thing I've been having to learn this year a lot like everybody online preaches about mental health like every day and I was always aware of anxiety depression Mm -hmm. I was I was aware I felt those things but it wasn't till this year where I started experiencing like oh so this is literally what anxiety is and it's like it sent me to the hospital it's so bad like Mm -hmm. anxiety is no joke and i I was like mental i it made me realize how important mental health is and i was like now i understand why some people preach this so hard because i used to think like
0: it can feel so lonely sometimes
1: yeah it's like
0: I those feelings
1: it's 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 scary like i didn't realize that it um affects my physical health like I didn't realize anxiety could make me physically ill to the point where yeah. I was feeling like like I would vomit or like my I would get the chills and start getting like the cold sweats like mm. it was a real eye opener for me. So like when you're talking about like really paying attention to your mental health during all of this that's something that I've been really yeah. trying to go through so I really relate with
0: that. I feel like you know, everything that's going on has also sort of like forced you to sort of like have like this mirror in front of you and like it's really made me look at myself and like I guess I was like diagnosed with bipolar a few years ago and for like a while I really thought that I had like cracked the code and figured out how to like control it and everything but like man this past year has been a real learning experience for me. I feel like I'm really learning a lot about myself and how I like emotionally react to things and how much even the littlest things can like affect me for days. But at the same time, like Kanye says, it's my superpower.
1: Dude, I. I, to I, convince hope, myself. I hope you realize how hard this is hitting home because this is this might be like really personal for the podcast but my goal with this is to just kind of be raw with it but uh i I am i'm in the process of figuring out if i'm bipolar or not like i've Mm -hmm. been um i've been in and out of the doctors for it and they've been putting me through all the tests to really make sure because they're they're saying to me they're like what it's showing through all our tests is that you definitely it seems like you have bipolar disorder and they flirted with the idea for years because I got diagnosed with clinical depression like three years Mm -hmm. ago and they're like you know the the signs kind of show like bipolar but we don't want to do that yet but like we want to put you on antidepressants first see if that maybe helps man and you saying like the bipolar thing, like that's something I've been dealing with in real time is like going to psychiatrist, going to therapist, yeah. and going to the doctor and trying to figure out like how this mental health thing is And I definitely, I don't know if I have it yet. They're saying it's possible, but I definitely can relate with how hard mm. it is to understand why like one day it feels like, you could literally do anything and there's like there's like you just don't give a shit (laughs) you're like i i am seriously superman right now like i care about these people around me but like i could work myself to death right now and there's no remorse for myself and then the next day you're just like oh my god this is it like i'm
0: losing my mind
1: (laughs) yeah like it's 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 rough so yeah i relate to that kanye line a lot too and not even like in an ironic way like uh no i definitely relate and i'm glad you brought that up
0: well yeah i i think for um, maybe like most of my childhood moving into my teenage years you know i was very like secretive about my emotions i was very bad at like talking about how i felt I wasn't. I didn't know how to express it, and I'm grateful to art because I found a safe haven and finding a way to sort of express how I felt in ways and in, in ways that words never could. Because I have like a, a speech impairment, and so I really struggle to articulate things. I am somehow getting through this podcast, wording things a lot. What? Uh, yeah, <laughs> there you go. You're, you're doing Uh-oh. great thank you but then um yeah like it's uh it's really scary because like yeah you feel really invincible one day and then the next you feel like there's no point to anything and it's like the craziest thing but I'm really trying to just love myself and be kind to myself and think you know what this is me, this is how I work, I need to just allow myself to feel things and hope that it will encourage me to create some amazing art, because a lot of great stuff usually does come out of it. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this, (laughs) but yeah, I think it's important to um, talk about these things, because for so long I felt really lonely and then when I started sort of talking to other people about it, I realized everyone's got something and it's okay. You know, like the more we humanize ourselves instead of aim for this Instagram, like perfection, then I think we'll just all be much better people.
1: I agree. There, there's, there was like, that was like such a great, speech and there was this random oh. car noise in my background playing trap music and it sounded like i was in a movie trailer
0: damn. <laughs> and i got
1: i was like listening to you with this badass music i'm like damn she's she's going all in right now I'm, I'm here for this but on a serious note i i think what you're doing for yourself is really healthy and again i can relate and I just want to say from a distance that I'm very proud of you for doing what you're doing, not only for yourself, but with your brand. And I'm trying to get better at showing people, even if I don't know them well, that I'm proud of them. So I just want to say that. And
0: Thanks, man. Um,
1: yeah, you're, you're killing it. I admire you and what you do. Um, I'm taking notes, believe it or not. Um, I'm trying to figure all this out in real time. Well, yeah,
0: I think, you know, I mean, we've just met, but I think you're awesome. And I think, you know, if you ever really need someone to talk about mental health with, I'm all ears. And I don't know if you need any advice or just someone to, like, listen, because I know how alienating it can be. So, Yeah hit me up
1: (laughs) this this is the perfect most wholesome way i think we could close the podcast and i appreciate that like i i i think like um like uh whenever i extend a handout and i'm like hey like you could reach out like i always hope that it comes off like seriously like reach out to me so i'm definitely yeah like i'm there's definitely some things i need to ask you like just behind the scenes that like there's Mm -hmm. questions i have not not only about clothes but just more questions about how things went for you that i think might just be a little bit more personal but there's a lot of stuff that i'd love to get to know about you and i appreciate you coming on this podcast like seriously it it means a lot
0: well thank you so much for having me i feel like there were a lot of moments where i was talking and i was like halfway through talking and i was like Am I even making any sense? Because I have like the worst attention span. I do that too. I'm like what? If... But hopefully, I sound okay, and I hope, yeah, hope that what I said has kind of. I don't. What am I? Saying? <laughs> I'm so awkward and so bad at talking when I'm being recorded. But
1: it's okay. I
0: hope what I'm saying holds some kind of substance for
1: To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.
0: The Medicare annual election period deadline is almost here. I'm Meredith Vieira, here with examples of people who started their search for coverage at MyHealthPolicy.com. Meet Larry. He likes doing things online, so he started at
1: MyHealthPolicy.com. I took my time and found the coverage I was looking for. And done. Next is Mary. When she wanted answers, she picked up the phone. I wanted a local perspective on plans, so I called MyHealthPolicy.com and done. Switched to a better plan. And Michael. I met with a local licensed insurance agent face-to-face and done.